Welcome to Ponderings from the Perch, the Little Bird Marketing Company's podcast. This is the modern podcast for the modern entrepreneur. No old school people here. So we're going to have fun today with an amazing guest. Today I have with me Josh Hainham. He is the CEO of Interact. And for all of you people who are always asking me about certain tactics and giveaways and cool quizzes and all these little fun things that can be done in order to generate leads, this is your podcast. So don't go away. This is going to be your thing. So welcome, Josh. Yeah, thank you so much for having me on. Yeah, you know, we met a while back through other people in the agency world about what's working, what's not working, um, and really in a spirit of sharing best practices. And so that I'm so excited to have you on because for the people who are in agencies or, or internal marketing departments today, they're going to get a hear a little bit about this great tactic and how it can work and if it can work, what what are the stipulations, how can they put it into place? And also for my actual clients who are running their own companies and wanting to know how they can generate leads, what you have to offer today is really for, there's something for everybody in my audience. So I'm pretty excited about that. Yeah, it's really fun stuff. I mean, it really is the next wave of marketing, the kind of things that we do with quizzes and giveaways. It's just starting to enter the market. It's really cutting edge at this point. There are a lot more people doing it now, but it's still a very new thing. So it's super exciting to talk about, and I'm really excited to jump into it. Mm, Cool. Well, you know, a lot of people do talk about the, you know, the crazy quizzes they've taken on BuzzFeed. (laughs) And it's kind of weaved into our, you know, our social, even our, you know, our our joke shtick. You know, we talk about things, you know, what kind what uh, I don't know, make one up. What, you know, Star Wars character are you or whatever it is. So um, but for the purposes of lead generation is where we're going to take this tack today as opposed to just, you know, please tell me what vegetable you are. (laughs) Actually, that is a super popular quiz that someone made. Uh, 50,000 views. Yeah. So tell us a little bit that you're totally steeped in that world of quizzes. So what are the most common ones people have seen and kind of what do you think are people's initial uh, perception of quizzes and why people are taking quizzes? Yeah, so it's a, it's a really interesting question. There's many layers to it. I think the initial perception of quizzes is that it is just for fun. And, you know, like you said, everybody's taking these and I run into so many people that when I tell them what I do, they're like, oh, you know, don't tell anyone, but I take those all the time. And I'm like, I know everybody does. There's no rhyme or reason. It's pretty much a universal thing. And we have quizzes that are primarily taken by senior citizens. And then we have other ones that are primarily taken by elementary school kids. And there's no divide there. Everybody likes them. And the persona that people put onto a quiz in general is that it is just a fun thing. And that's the battle that we are up against using this as an actual marketing tool is how do you make sure that it's not just a dumb kind of quiz that's online because if you have a serious business and you care about the reputation of it you don't want to tarnish that by doing you know what kind of game of thrones character are you (laughs) when you're selling marketing (laughs) services right okay i promise i won't use that one (laughs) (laughs) although if you do spin it right and you kind of tie it back to personas it could work but for the most part you want it to be on brand so the way that people do that and we actually have a really good example we can talk about of one that 
you created, the way that you do that is you tie it back to the core components of what your company has to offer. Mm-hmm. And then you still put it into the quiz format. So you get both the attention that draws people in, but you mm-hmm. also have it be on brand so that it does resonate with the people that you actually want to connect with. Mm, very cool. Very cool. Well, let's back up one second before we get into the specifics of it, because I want to couch this completely in marketing world, what's going on in terms of strategy. So, of course, we're an inbound, we're a digital agency. Um, we specialize in um, inbound content for business to business. And I've got to say right at the beginning of that is that that is a long game. That is a very, you know, there's a lot of content that has to be created. There's a steep learning curve of people how to do it, which is why then they end up paying us to do it. Um, But quizzes are more immediate. (laughs) And so um, I find it very interesting. I want to kind of couch this idea of quizzes or even giveaways, which both can be done on your system. And we'll talk about both of them a little bit, but how they can cut through and be an immediate piece, but that doesn't mean that you're just doing immediate kind of um, reactionary marketing. I want to have a little bit of your opinion. How do you see the quizzes and all this interest in giveaways and and, and uh, both of those as lead generation? How are they a part of the bigger strategy of content marketing? Yeah, so I think content marketing has to be a personalized thing at this point. Mm-hmm. So it no longer works to just push out a ton of articles. And that it used to work four or five years ago, and I'll still talk to people that do this. Their entire content marketing strategy is we're going to put out 17 pieces of content a week, and that's going to drive leads into our one sales funnel that we have, and that's how we do content marketing. That's a ton of effort, and that takes an entire <laughs> team to build all that stuff, and you're wasting so much time creating content that no nobody is interested in, you know, you're Mm -hmm. writing pieces to get like five views. And that just is such a waste of time. So I think content strategy in general has to be based around who you are trying to work with. So what are the personas of the people who actually buy your product or use your services? And how can you serve up content that helps them specifically and helps them specifically get to where they want to go? So Mm -hmm. how do you get them from where they are to where they want to go. Mm-hmm. So it's really important to know what these personas are in terms of who you're working with. And if we put this into a concrete example, if you're a business coach and the types of business owners that you work with are the entrepreneurial type and the managing type and the numbers-based type, let's just say that. So like the the accountant business owner, right? Mm-hmm. So those are your three types, the accountant business owner, the entrepreneurial, and the manager. You need to know what each of those personas is interested in, where they're trying to go with their businesses, and how you can serve content specifically to them. And then the thing about a quiz is that you can then create a quiz called What's Your Business Owner Personality that leads to one of those three types. And you can actually use it to capture leads and filter people into one of those three types. Now, the important thing is that If you've already been serving those three types, you probably have autoresponders set up, you probably have content set up that serves them. And so then when you plug in the quiz, you can get an instant bump because you have all these resources set up that are specific to these different personas that you want to work with. And it just instantly provides you a boost in your marketing efforts. But 
it requires that you've already done that research, you know <laughs> who you're serving, and you've got content already right. queued up for them. Right. Well, I love that. That's literally right there where I live and why I was really excited when our paths crossed because we do that really hard work and that set up that foundational work, but you do need something else. Sometimes you need to serve up a fresh tactic to pattern interrupt someone's day so that they do see that, oh, wait, 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 maybe I should look at this. And um, and that's how we see quizzes. Um, you know, you kind of broke it down really easily, like, OK, these are the three managers. <laughs> but I have written these quizzes. And, you know, on one hand, I will say your system is really easy. So it's not an issue with the system to create the, the um, personality quiz or the what type of this or what, you know, any kind of quiz. It's not hard in terms of your setup. It's hard in terms of doing the brain work and the mind map that needs to happen about how the flow should go and still making it fun and interesting and engaging along the way. And um, yeah, so that was a challenge, Josh. <laughs> yeah, it it is a challenge. I'm, I'm not, not going to lie about that. And I've written countless articles about how to think about the strategy behind this. Mm -hmm. And it's it's a very, very complex issue. So where we're taking it now is that we've released a bunch of templates in terms of actually done for you quizzes that mm -hmm. you can use as a jumping off point. And now we're starting to use AI, so artificial intelligence, to mm -hmm. make those templates better over time and kind of crowdsource the mind mapping content part of things mm -hmm. and try to proliferate that out to every industry and every type of quiz that you could want. Mm -hmm. It's a long, long process <laughs> and it has to be done very manually. So it has to start with all this research on our side in terms of what types of, types of quizzes work best in each industry. What are the keywords? How do you phrase things? What kind of images do you use? So for now, a lot of that does need to be done somewhat manually, and we provide as much of the best practices as we can in terms of how to write things, how to long, how long to make quizzes, what types of in images to use, how to ask for the contact at the end of the quiz, how to write the results, all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. But then you do have to kind of lay it all out. And like you said, the system is really easy to use. It's just <laughs> thinking of that content. And since no one's done this before, we, we work with hardly anybody that's ever done quizzes before. Um, we have to try to provide as much as we can in terms of resources to make sure that you are educated in terms of how to set up the right type of quiz. Right, right, for sure. And I got to tell you, I, I did draw from my... Um social science days, <laughs> like all the yeah. statistics and, um, you know, uh, my, my degrees in cultural anthropology. So I had to take a lot of research courses. <laughs> so really thinking about statistics and how people are going to, you know, Matt, how you end up coding their answers, um, you know, to quizzes is actually a really good background to have to creating quizzes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's fun because you can get into it and you can think about how how is this question going to come across to somebody? Mm -hmm. What are they going to think? when they read this? How do I write questions that mm -hmm. serve my target audience? And there's all these little nuances to it. Mm -hmm. For example, if you're writing a question about favorite types of movies, you have to know your audience well enough to know generally what their age is mm -hmm. so that when you give the genres of movies or maybe you're giving specific movies as, as examples, you have to make sure that those are movies they actually know about. And <laughs> it gets down to that kind of level where Yes, it is silly fun, but at the same time, it's really easy to mess up silly fun. So you mm -hmm. have to make sure that you are 
actually thinking through how this is going to be perceived. And it's different from when you're writing an article or doing a video because Mm -hmm. it's not, there's not a bunch of people that are going to do this. It's one person at a time Mm -hmm. and it's you talking to them. So how do you plan for that? And it's, it's a very different challenge than any other type of content where you're blasting stuff out and it's always the same. This is a unique experience to everybody who comes through the quiz. So you have to think about that. And it just, it gets really interesting and it's super fun. Well, yeah, it can get really fun. And I think it's always, I, I got kind of caught up a little bit in the fun when I was creating one of them. Um, and then I realized, I, I'm like, wait a minute, no, this has to map. Like, you can't just put funny answers. And you're right. It's like, you got to do the work of thinking through, wait a minute, I have six answers to this question. Which ones are mapping to my final final results? And I love how your, your, um, your interface does that uh, really visually. When I go yeah. on the end and do the scoring and like, okay, how, where am I mapping? If this, if they answered this answer, where does it weights you more toward this result? When you do this answer, it weights you more toward this result. I love your visual, you know, piece of that. I think, I think that's what makes it really uh, attractive for us as a whole team, because there are some people who aren't necessarily logic um, minded, you know, um, in the abstract. But when you put that logic out visually, anybody can do it. And it's it's super it's super uh, user friendly, I guess. Yeah, exactly. And I don't know if you've seen it yet, but we just released a branching logic map, which goes a step further with how everything plays out. So now you can actually write all your questions and then you drag them in as blocks and then you create a path that goes through those blocks and the blocks are the different questions. Mm -hmm. So depending on how people answer questions, they might see one question or a different one as they go through this quiz. And then it's all actually in a map. So it's not just a map in your mind it's a it's an actual map on the screen you can see exactly how everybody's going to progress through your quiz Mm -hmm. based on how they answer questions and which outcome they should get at the end all that kind of stuff so that takes it a step further in terms of making it just really simple to see what's going on yeah well let's we can talk a little bit about how we've applied it within strategy and within the retainers of uh, the companies what they're asking us to do based on their goals but i'd like to hear from you what are some of the craziest quizzes you've put together yeah so there's a few there's a few there was one with bread lobster that was really early on in our company and it was uh what type of shrimp are you <laughs> and it is red lobster's <laughs> most liked facebook post oh in the history of their company mm-hmm. has 192,000 oh likes on it oh my god it's just the most absurd thing that i've ever seen <laughs> um and then 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 there's the what type of vegetable are you mm-hmm. which i brought up earlier which i think is just mm-hmm. hilarious it's foundational <laughs> yeah you got to know yeah. yeah hey what and kind then, of vegetable are you do you know have you taken the quiz? Oh, man, I've taken it so many times. I don't even know if I've ever actually taken it for real. I always just click through. No, I can't. I can't the, go off. But the now dangers I'm going to go I know. The dangers of working in this industry, right? Yeah, it's like you, you know so many random things. Right. Um, yeah, so that one's crazy. Uh, one that kind of took a more serious turn was we did one with the United Nations Refugee Agency. Mm-hmm. And the quiz was would you survive as a refugee? And it put you in all these scenarios and mm-hmm. you had to choose a choice. And it's pretty crazy. Um, it also got a ton of engagement on Facebook. Mm-hmm. It was one of their most liked posts uh, a couple of years ago. So that one was pretty nuts. Uh, the I took government- it, by the way. 
Oh, did you take I, it? Yeah, I did take it. I would not survive just so we're clear. Yeah, right? It's, <laughs> it's really eye-opening. Yeah, really yeah, eye-opening. but it was great. I could see it, how it's an educational piece, and it's it's teaching someone, but in an engaging way, you know? Yeah, um, right. I thought and that it, was very, very interesting. Yeah, I think it's just, it's a format change, you know? It's not a content change. The content's the same. You know, they'd be putting out an article about how how tough it is to survive as a refugee, and sadly, no one's going to read that because they're going to click on the thing about Trump or whatever that's next to it on Facebook. Mm-hmm. But you turn it into a quiz, and all of a sudden, it becomes interesting, and you're still getting the same content across, but it's in a different format. So it's just literally a framing change. It's not a content change, which I think is key to all of this. Um, And then we also did one with the government in the United Kingdom. So when it was pre-Brexit voting, they had a quiz about how much do you actually know about the UN, trying to inform people about it. And unfortunately, it didn't work, but it still made an impact, which was pretty crazy. So, And by didn't work, you mean they still are going to do the whole Brexit thing? Yeah, they're trying to get people (laughs) to understand what the UN was Mm. uh, in order to not leave it. Right. Little late, uh, little late. Should have told him that a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, and it's interesting because I actually met with somebody later, and it, I found out that the other side was also using quizzes to uh, try to get people to vote the other side. So mm. there was battling quizzes around the mm-hmm. Brexit vote. Um, fortunately, we were on the losing side. <laughs> well, there are a lot of people on that losing side. So yeah. <laughs> um, well, let's talk a little bit. I'm going to give you a chance to talk about your company without my questions. So who is who is Interact for? And can anybody get on there and, and you know, just give the spiel? Yeah. So Interact can be used for anyone. I think it works best when you are used to handling transactions online. So in retail spaces, in spaces where you're selling online products, courses, online goods, that kind of stuff, it tends to work really well. And the way that I recommend actually using it is to find a quiz that's popular in your industry and then adapt it to your brand. So kind of backing it out to a thousand foot view, what you're actually doing is utilizing the entertainment value of a quiz to attract people into your brand as the lead magnet that kind of catches somebody, catches their eye, and pulls them in. Then you use the quiz to build a very small, short relationship with them. At the end of the quiz, you ask them for their contact information, and then after that, you're able to follow up in personalized ways. So this works really well if you are doing a lot of stuff online and you have content created and you have these personas and you have discounts you can offer to people based on which outcome of your quiz they get. So anytime you're doing a lot of transactions and you kind of have this base built up in terms of the marketing you're doing, a quiz can be incredibly powerful because all you're doing is using that quiz in place of whatever other lead magnets you were using. So maybe you have an ebook, maybe you have a resource guide, maybe you have a free video course, something like that. If you replace that with a quiz, we are often seeing doubling conversion rates. So your conversions just double overnight by replacing all the stuff you were doing with a quiz because of the entertainment value of it. Mm -hmm. And so that's where it works really well is when you have all that stuff in place, you're already running ads, you're already doing all these things, but you're just using the power of the quiz 
to plug into your existing stuff. And that's where we've seen instant jumps. Where it doesn't work so well is we'll get people that come in and they've heard about quizzes, they've heard about us, and they don't have any anything set up in terms of marketing, <laughs> and they think this is going to be the cure-all. It's not. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, if you're kind of hitting a wall in terms of, you know, I'm putting out all this content, I have all this stuff set up, but I'm just not... I'm not doing well with that first step, that zero to one step of getting Mm -hmm. someone in the door. That's where a quiz can really change the game for you. Okay. Well, you get people coming in just out of the blue asking you to, you know, set up a, a, you know, an earth shattering quiz. We get people coming in and saying, hey, you know, Priscilla, can you guys create, you know, one of those uh, viral videos for us? (laughs) (laughs) We get get so many requests from people that are like, why is my quiz not viral? Yeah. Uh, Yeah. It's just hilarious. You don't even know where to start that conversation but no yeah it's like there there's so many things wrong there's just i can't even i can't right. even help like, but i hear what you're saying is that these really flourish when they're a part of uh, an inbound ecosystem it's like there's somewhere for them to go next there's a reason for them to take it there's a really it, it's really deeply about list segmentation even if you just had your existing customers take it you can learn how to segment them better about what they're interested who they are so then maybe you could even send them less information in the in the future, but it's information they care about more. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the craziest jumps we've seen are with people that already have a lot of this stuff set up. They use the quiz to attract people and to segment them. And all of a sudden, they're just seeing an incremental gain in how well their marketing efforts are doing. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's never going to be the first thing. But if you have some of that base layer set up, this can make an instant jump for you. Actually, it actually can. You know, usually when people are like, oh, can I do an instant jump? Mm-hmm. That's not a real thing. But right. in this case, it is because of how all of that other stuff plays into it. Right, right. And then for us, it was even deeper because since we're a HubSpot certified agency, it, you know, your the Interact system interacts with HubSpot and has a direct tie in. But you have other tie ins. You know, we also have a client that uses your tie in to MailChimp. Tell us a little bit about how it connects to other things. Yeah, so it connects in a really powerful way and it's super, super cool. So basically what you can do is when you set up your quiz, you can connect the outcomes of the quiz to different sequences or to different lists or you can make tags out of them inside of your autoresponder. So for example, if you want to put people onto a different sequence based on whether they are the entrepreneurial business owner versus the manager business owner, you can do that. And you can also go another step lower and get into the questions of the quiz and actually have the different answer choices of individual questions segment people. So mm-hmm. if one of your questions on your quiz is, how big is your email list? And your answers are zero, uh, you know, 100 to 1,000 and then 1,000 plus. You can tag people based on how big their email list is. And think about how powerful that information is. Mm-hmm. You, know, you can tag somebody and put them onto a different sequence for the beginner versus the intermediate versus the advanced simply based on how they answered a quiz question, mm-hmm. which is crazy because it's right. survey data, but it's a quiz, so you don't have to entice them to take it. They're just doing mm-hmm. it, and you're getting all this information that you can tie in. So every single data point from the answers to the questions all the way through to the outcomes connect right up to any autoresponder you use. Right. And I I found that to be true because we had, you know, out of the six questions, we had five of them that were directly, you know, weight, get, receiving weight and going to one of different results. But one of the questions was simply us gathering data. 
Yeah, exactly. Right. And you can, you can kind of sneak it in there because the mm-hmm. other ones are more about fun stuff. And then you can, you can afford to have one or two that are really obviously a ploy to just gather information mm-hmm. when the rest of it is just pulling those people in. Right, right. Okay. So um, let's talk about that. I, I can talk about a couple of ways that we've used it, which we're excited about. But let's talk a little bit about results too. Uh, what's typical? Because I've got to say, in our inbound marketing world for lead generation, this is this is uh, how we measure it. Ten percent when you have some kind of a lead magnet out there, ten percent is great. It means you have something, but it needs to be worked on. Um, if you only, you can't live <laughs> at ten uh, percent conversion rate, yeah. right? Um, so we start. We know. Okay, we've got something. We don't have to go back to the drawing board. If it's under ten, just go back to the drawing board. There, just get rid of this idea and start over. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so ten percent, mm-hmm. we start working on it, working on it. Um, and 20%, at that point, I don't mess with it. I don't, you know, I usually just try and flood the system. So it's the journey from 10 to 20% conversion that I'm looking for. And it was really interesting because you, you would, we had talked a little bit about one of ours for a client that we have created that was, what's your weight loss personality? And Mm -hmm. immediately went out there and it got 20%. And I'm like, okay. Okay, well, that's we're not going to change that one, you know, so we'll watch it and everything. But before we get into the specifics so that people can hear maybe a little bit of some of the ideas um, that we have and how we're bringing things together with both the quizzes and the giveaways. But tell us about results people can expect, because we were pretty shocked when we first started with you of some of the numbers of the results that you guys get that are way beyond typical content lead magnets. Yeah, so we get some pretty insane results. And the number that we're able to track really well is from people who start the quiz to a lead. So if somebody actually starts engaging with the quiz, what percentage of those people end up opting in? And that number is at 50% across all of our quizzes. And we've done 7 million leads at this point. So it's a huge data pool and and very accurate. Mm -hmm. Now, that's not of people who see the quiz. So it really varies depending on how many people will actually start it, depending on your traffic source. Like if you have it on your website, Mm -hmm. those people are much more aware of who you are than a cold Facebook ad. But with cold Facebook ads, we're seeing lots of cases where it's anywhere from 10 to 30% raw conversion rates, which are really high for Facebook ads. And we're seeing lead costs that are super low as well. So we've seen everything from 30 cents up to $6. But depending on your industry, those are cutting in half depending on or based on what they were doing before with an ebook or another sort of lead magnet. So we've right. seen uh, lead costs basically drop by 50%. So mm. pretty impressive stuff. Yeah, that's certainly impressive. So um, I'll tell you a little bit. I, I, I'm, you know, you and I've talked a few times, but I know we're both CEOs. So, um, you know, we don't, yeah. we don't always know exactly what's going on. Yeah, <laughs> Is yeah. that a fair? It's, and I say that in the very best way. It means we have a great team and we set things into motion. Um, but I did, I mentioned, I did write um, one of our first quizzes um, completely. And and because I I wanted to go through the process and understand, you know, how we were going to truly drive, um, you know, value for our client. And Mm -hmm. I found it very, um, it it was a great experience. And since then, then we were able to, you know, generate some new ideas. And then now it's kind of, you know, we, we totally know how to customize it to a client so that none of our quizzes ever look like just a generic 
you know, quiz that someone's taking. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I'll, I'll, I'll mention like two of the quizzes that I, that I can speak to, but I also wanted to bring up a giveaway, which I'm, you, you probably didn't know we were doing, but I think it would be interesting and it might be a good story that you could lead with, um, you know, when you're talking with other companies. Um, but right now we have a, like, what is your weight loss personality quiz going for a local weight loss, um, you know, medically supervised weight loss uh, company. Uh-huh. And that was really very fun because we wrote up, um, you know, even like, I remember it was like, what is your favorite thing to do? And one of the, uh-huh. one of the answers was that I wrote was I enjoy long walks to the fridge. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> but for the person who identifies with that, they're like, oh, my gosh, that is totally yep. me, you know. Yep. And so, you know, that was pretty fun uh, writing from there. You know, we want to figure out, you know, like even asking them, like, where would you love to go to vacation? We looked at things, things that were either like we thought, OK, what we're trying to get, we're trying to figure out if they're sedentary or if they're active. Are they runners? They want to go on a running mm-hmm. you know, vacation. They want to mm-hmm. go walk on the beach or do they want to be you know, in a parka, in a cabin, in the woods reading and never get up from the couch because they've surrounded themselves with the adequate amount of potato chips. <laughs> so even even a question like that, that didn't seem like it's driving to our, you know, to our purpose, it really was. Yeah. Uh, you know, and then we did one, like you talked about earlier, where we are tagging just exactly that, the answer there to a result, we will send them a separate follow-up email, very different one, a personalized one, based on their answer to the third question. And that was specifically about where on their body the fat was. Mm-hmm. What is mm-hmm. their biggest, you know, problem? And so for us, that was a direct correlation to lines of of services, you know, so to uh, product lines. Yeah, I love that. That's that's genius. That's genius. Um, um, and then we did some other things just to make it fun and, and make it maybe more added it to be a little bit more fashionable because we knew that that demographic was a female, um, mm-hmm. you know, and then we also asked, you know, one of the other questions that we parceled out that we just needed to know the answer to was actually how much weight did they perceive they needed to lose. Mm -hmm. And that was pretty important because for us, we, you know, not only is that a product line issue, but it's also, you know, it's gauging, you know, what kind of a customer is this to us? And, you know, so it was super, it was super interesting to go through the process and it's been super successful. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I love hearing that thought process. It's Mm -hmm. always fascinating to me to hear how other people do it because I've done it literally thousands of times. Mm -hmm. My claim to fame is that I've seen more quizzes than anyone on on earth right now. (laughs) And I'm pretty sure that's true. Probably. Uh, But it's always interesting to hear how that comes together because Mm -hmm. I think the first thing to look at with that quiz is that it did such a good job of tying together the entertainment and the value specifically to the people you're trying to reach. So what's your weight loss personality goes into that uh, concept of a quiz, which Mm -hmm. is the one that draws people in. It's the what type of blank are you quiz, you know, you could, it's basically the same concept as what type of Game of Thrones character are Mm -hmm. you, but it's specific to weight loss. And because it's specific, that means you're reaching the audience that you want to reach. And then you use the questions to have a conversation with those people, draw them in with some questions, Mm -hmm. use other questions to collect the data that you need. And then 
what you're able to do is follow up in a really nice personalized way, Mm -hmm. which people end up appreciating a lot more than if they had opted into, you know, some sort of offer that's very generic. And then you're sending them all these follow ups, which they may or may not care about. But since you're sending them emails specifically on where they're trying to lose weight, it's relevant all of a sudden. And so those emails after the fact are very much tailored to them, which creates just an awesome experience and a much better back and forth between brand and client all the mm-hmm. way through the process. Right, right. And I mean, we, we preach it. And so to see quizzes actually fall in line with the strategy, yes, it's a tactic, but it's a tactic that falls in line with strategy. And part of the strategy, in my opinion, is always, well, love the customer. Don't do them a disservice by, you know, sending them a bunch of crap that they don't want to read. Exactly. I mean, <laughs> so. the the nice fuzzy picture that I always have in my head is that it's like the person who's worked at a coffee shop for 30 years. Mm-hmm. You know, I always picture kind of an old leathery couple that works at this coffee shop mm-hmm. and somebody walks in and wants to buy some coffee beans and the couple's asking them questions about what they like and what their lifestyle is. You drink coffee in the mornings or the afternoons. Mm -hmm. You know, what's your breakfast routine like? What's your morning routine like? All this kind of stuff. And at the end, they pull down a bag of beans and they hand it to you. And it's a personalized experience. And if you think about it, what's happening with this quiz that you created is similar. It's not the same. It's not in a shop, but it's the same type of experience where Mm -hmm. you're asking pertinent questions and then you're listening. And then based on what you listen to, you're offering up suggestions. And I think that's a very natural human thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love it. Okay, so let me tell you about one time for one more thing that we're doing. But uh, one of the giveaways that we're doing, we have a big uh, global translation company who is very established, uh, but they had never had a Twitter account. So they wanted to start Twitter. And we're like, gosh, you know, this day and age is pretty hard to start Twitter and get professionals at the level that they, you know, need to have follow them to get them interested. And um, so we, we, we brainstormed that for a while. Okay, this is the goal. This is the goal of the client. How do we achieve this? And um, I ended up, I'm always looking for the win, win, win. How can we figure this out with other people? I reached out to another um, uh, marketing manager at a very cool backpack, like a global globe trotting backpack, natural backpack company. They're very, very cool. And um, and I, I knew that they were coming out with a new line. I called her up. I'm like, hey, any chance, you know, what what's going on over there right now? She's like, yeah, we're really trying to get into a new, more, you know, professional, you know, globetrotting, you know, um, you know, C-suite client. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. that's so interesting you'd say that. <laughs> so I talked with them about, hey, why don't you guys give up some of your brand new line of your backpacks and we'll give them away for with people uh, for whenever they, um, you know, enter to win our giveaway and um, they follow uh, Twitter and we'll put that together. You know, so it was something yeah. that was driving our, you know, our Twitter growth. And then every month we're giving away an actual backpack. But it was kind of cool because the strategy was that it's not something I had, you know, I didn't have to go source this, but it is like, it's a very travel wanderlust looking brand. And so was this giveaway. And you mentioned to me very early on, make sure that your giveaways are connected very closely with the actual brand, not only the brand look and feel, but also with what that, you know, that persona does. 
And that was really good advice. And so connecting that, the very people that I want following this, you know, this global translating company are the people who are constantly, you know, globetrotting. And they love the new latest bag that's, you know, super technical and and yet is, you know, eco-friendly and is fair trade. (laughs) Yeah, that's, that's amazing to hear because that is exactly what I try to convey so often when I talk to people. And so often it just goes right over their heads but Mm -hmm. you nailed it that's exactly how you should run a giveaway and that's how you should attract the audience that you want you should know what they are interested in and -hmm. then when you craft a giveaway you should be giving away stuff that you know they're interested in it's not super explicit it's not exactly related to the company that's doing the giveaway it's a different product obviously it's Mm -hmm. a different company that makes those backpacks but You know that the audience you're trying to reach for your company is the same audience that buys those backpacks. So Mm -hmm. you go find what they like, what they would want, and then you give that away. That's going to attract them into your giveaway. And all of a sudden they're following your brand. And then it's up to you to do the follow ups and convert those people to become your tribe and your followers and your buyers. But that's exactly what you should be doing. And that's Mm -hmm. a perfect example of how this plays out. (laughs) Well, it's very cool. I got to say for my audience and just thank you so much for being on, but for the benefit of my audience, I'd like for them to hear just really how economical Interact is and how they can try it out. So let them let them know where they can find you. Yeah, so it is pretty economical. We have two main plans that people are on. It's either twenty nine dollars a month or eighty nine dollars a month. The twenty nine is kind of a basic, and it still has a powered by Interact, and it doesn't include all of our integrations. The eighty nine is white labeled, includes all the integrations, basically everything we've talked about today mm-hmm. for eighty nine bucks a month, which is relatively cheap considering how much is going into it. The URL is try interact.com and we do have a free version that you can play around with to get a feel for how everything works and then you upgrade to integrate it to your system and all that kind of stuff yeah and we'd love to hear like some of these other ingenious ideas so share them with us you know here are the ideas that we have and we've seen but there's always a great new you know a, a great new application that someone thinks of it whether it be through you know edu- a quiz in order to educate or a quiz in order to segment your email or just a quiz in order to you know, uh, build your email. Like building your email list is so important for every entrepreneur. And this podcast is a modern podcast for a modern entrepreneur. And that is one of the main points that entrepreneurs are talking about all the time is, you know, if I had the chance, I would go back to the beginning of my career and just start building my email list earlier. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, thinking about this as a really successful lead magnet that can be used is just absolutely fantastic. So for any of the freelancers listening or anybody in an internal marketing department and you have someone, you know, uh, CMO breathing down your neck, how are we getting new leads? Well, this might be something you wouldn't want to go try. So tryinteract.com, go check it out. And Josh, thank you so much for coming on. And uh, this is a cool conversation. This is just what's now. It's what's happening. And that's what I like to share with my audience. So I really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you for having me on. That was really fun to kind of jump into it. So I enjoyed that a lot. Cool. Well, what's your preference if they want to reach out to you? What, what's your channel? What, what, what's, the, what's the way you like to interact? Yeah, so I'm old school. So I usually just use LinkedIn and <laughs> I'm just uh, Josh Hanum on LinkedIn. There's actually only one Josh Hanum. So if you search for Josh Hanum, I will show up. 
Awesome. That's Josh, H-A-Y-N-A-M. So try him out. And again, tryinteract.com. And for Little Bird Marketing, for Ponderings from the Perch, uh, we are so glad that you joined us. We'd love, love, love to have a review on iTunes so that we can share more of these great conversations with more people. So if you'd be so kind as to do that today, we'd appreciate it. But until then, happy marketing. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.